everybody. Happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. I'm so excited for today's Wicked Wednesday because this Saturday, May 13th, is the one year anniversary of Shivers. I want to take a moment to thank all of you who have joined me on this journey and I can't wait to see where things grow from here. Because this is the one year anniversary, I wanted to use today to talk about my plans for Shivers and some of the things that make me passionate about this from the very get-go. Back in October, I mentioned a few of my favorite horror movies and the movies that truly inspired me to be a big fan from the first place. I used to be so afraid of scary movies and haunted houses and all of this type of stuff, so I really wanted to create Shivers as a platform for people who both love and hate horror, and also use this as a platform for people who truly appreciate and are open to art and the unknown. Movies, music, and entertainment as a whole are meant for us to explore our own emotions, and I've always believed that horror is the most amplified version for that. The Adrenaline Junkie's Guide to Emotional Releases, if you will. Horror is also a really great way for us to understand our perspectives and biases. Being in HR as a career during the day, understanding biases is part of the job. And being able to do that with content is just as important. Back in the 1980s, for example, there was a category created called the Video Nasties that included a multitude of movies that were deemed too distasteful or gross for the screen. Some of the movies that fall under this category have become cult classics today, and it just goes to show how the hated can become the loved. Don't get me wrong, there are some of these films that are still a lot to handle, but it gives a great high-level view on how some of the grossest films can be looked at through a creative eye. I always use the example of the Saw franchise when I talk about things like this. Saw itself is one of my favorite movies of all time, and it is definitely my favorite horror franchise of all time, simply because of the story. And it's so sad that the gore of the film causes everyday people to hate it and protest it without even watching. Going on a tangent a bit, Saw revolves around this man named John Kramer, who is Jigsaw, and his wife, Jill. Both of them are very much fixers, people who want to help and fix other people. John Kramer is a civil engineer, but his wife owns an addiction clinic, a rehab clinic, and she sees people who are of all walks of life, people who are abusing drugs, who are abusing their bodies, who are doing terrible things to other people so that they can get drugs. And it's not until, it's not until John Kramer and his wife lose their unborn child that John Kramer snaps and turns into Jigsaw and he takes this man and puts him in the first trap, the first experiment to say, you are doing terrible things to all of these people, including my wife by killing our unborn child, even if it was an accident. And so I'm gonna put you in this trap and we'll see if you have what it takes to survive because on your day-to-day -day life, you're not grateful for life and you're using other people to survive and get by and that's not okay. So by putting him in the trap and having him kind of survive, he gets through the trap, but he loses too much blood. Um, this is really where the start of Saw and the start of Jigsaw comes to life. And John Kramer has this new purpose. And another reason why John Kramer gets into this in the first place is because he was diagnosed with cancer and terminal cancer and just decides that he wants to end it all. And so he attempts to run his car off a cliff and his suicide attempt is futile and he survives. And he has all these 
poles sticking out of his stomach and he rips them out and he's alive. And so his experience of being ungrateful for life and wanting to die was then snatched away because he said, well, I actually don't want to die when I tried to kill myself. I w I'm happy that I survived. I'm happy to be alive. And so he wants to take this idea and put it on to all these other people who are actively ungrateful for their life. And so all of these traps that he puts people in are people who have either wronged him from a selfish perspective or people who are ungrateful for their life and just using society to run amok. Either way, it's a good point and he has lessons for these people and everything that he says and all of his clues are all about active listening. If you just listen and follow the rules, then you can get out and you'll be fine. And nine times out of 10, these people don't listen and they run and they scream and they just freak out and then they get themselves killed. But the people who do listen then become his followers and are just, I'm so transformed from this event. I'm so grateful that this has come about, blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're grateful for their lives and they're grateful for going through a trap. And it's this interesting thought from a psychological perspective of how that actually works. But it's also from a societal perspective, just so interesting to think about because what would we do if we were put in that situation? How would we act and how would we change? And how would we not only start valuing our lives a little bit more, but how would we be more compassionate for other people? And I think having all of those thoughts go through your head while you're watching this movie, if you can get past the gore, these are the thoughts that you will have. And that is why I'm so passionate about Saw and movies like that, because it's what is being not said outwardly. What is being said outwardly that is maybe being missed? And I just, I'm so passionate about that stuff. And I hope that that translates in the things that I'm doing with Shivers. So moving on a little bit, getting away from Saw, from the paranormal side of things. I've always been a big fan of ghost hunting shows and used to be obsessed with paranormal state as a kid, mostly because they were from Penn State, um, but also Psychic Kids, which was another TV show on A&E. I do also give a lot of credit to my middle school library teacher who had us watch the show A Haunting and read us stories about Robert the Doll and the Winchester House and all these famous locations and stories. Once I went to college, I joined a ghost hunting group and was able to go to multiple haunted houses and haunted locations in Philadelphia, which was such a cool opportunity, being able to see all of that history and be a part of the, the hauntedness of it. Being a real adult now, I received my parapsychological field investigator certification last year, i.e. I'm a ghost hunter now, certified ghost hunter. Along with that, I have been working with Soli Holistic, which is my mom's business, in an effort to merge the interests of the paranormal crowd with those of the spiritual crowd. And a little plug, this Saturday, we'll be hosting a psychic fair in person and virtually, where I'll actually be a reader so I'm really excited and nervous about this, but it's just the next step in the process. So it is my goal and my dream to turn Shivers into a worldwide horror event and entertainment company. And I really can't wait to begin going on more cross-country tours of haunted locations with all of you. It's also been my number one goal forever to open my own Halloween haunt. Even before Shivers, this is something that I've always wanted to do. As Shivers grows, the Halloween haunt gets closer and closer to reality and it just makes me so excited. I'm giving you all a sneak peek. 
the Halloween haunt will be called Follow the Rules. Everything's connected, now you see. <laughs> so wrapping up our Wicked Wednesday today, I want to leave you all with a few statements. Anyone can be a horror fan. You don't have to know the thousands of underground horror movies to be a fan, and it's never too late to start. There are TV shows, movies, podcasts like this, and tons of books that you can use to gauge your interest in different genres, giving you an idea of what you may or may not like. As a celebration for one year of Shivers, this Saturday, on May 13th, one year anniversary, my book, Burn Her Down, will be released. I would be honored if you would use this story to gauge your horror interests, but I am incredibly grateful for everyone who wants to read it in general. So thank you all for the support. I am truly humbled and grateful, and thank you for listening to today's Wicked Wednesday. Shivers Meetup page is as active as ever, so feel free to sign up and be a part of this spooky world.